0: I'm Rachel Hampton, and you're listening to My. In case you missed it, Slate's podcast about internet culture. I hope y'all are getting ready to enjoy Labor Day. The My team is still in the midst of our two-week break. We're planning some really exciting stuff for y'all down the road. And of course, still seeking a replacement for Madison Malone Kircher. While we're busy doing that, we wanted to share some of my and Madison's favorite episodes. Today, we're returning to a subject that somehow became one of our standards on the show. That's right, we are talking all about Mormons. More specifically, we're talking about the BYU Virginity Club, which is a viral Instagram account that to this day still claims to be a club encouraging abstinence on BYU's campus. But... Those posts didn't exactly strike us as the most genuine, so we got the alleged head of the club on the phone to tell us what's up. And yes, he disguised his own voice on the call. We have done nothing to it. But before we got into that interview, we talked about the internet marketing genius that is Little Nas X and how he promoted his single, Industry Baby. This episode originally aired on July 21st, 2021, which means that, yes, you will get to hear Madison's voice from beyond the icy YMI grave. Without further ado, is BYU Virginity Club real? A Slate Investigation.
1: So for the past couple of weeks... Lil Nas X has been teasing his quote unquote upcoming legal battle with Nike over the Satan shoes, which you might remember from many episodes back. Uh, Lil Nas X produced a limited drop of Nikes with a allegedly with a single drop of blood (laughs) in them. Yes. These Satan shoes went
0: viral. Conservatives hated them. Everyone else loved them. Everyone except for Nike because these were not officially released with Nike's permission. And so for the past week or so, Little Nas X has been teasing that he's going to be appearing in court with Nike to fight over these shoes. When you have court on Monday over
1: Satan's shoes and might go to jail, but your label tells you to keep making TikToks. Baby, bet.
0: Hey. And so in this video, Lil Nas X has like a kind of scared expression on his face as the little robot voice is playing. And then right as the beat drops, he just starts dancing, but with the same kind of like held hostage expression. He's also been tweeting. One said, trying really hard to decide what I should wear to court on Monday for the Satan Shoes case. Hashtag free Lil Nas X. Mm -hmm. At the same time, he's also teasing his new single, Industry Baby. And so this is all building up to Monday, theoretically his day in court. And on this day that he is in court, he drops the video on the website freelittlenazx.com, and it is iconic. My client, little nasty, had nothing to do with this. Yeah.
2: Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, this is about much more than shoes. Mr. Nazx, are you gay? What does this have to do with the shoes? Answer the question.
1: Let me refresh. I to mean, he question. did get his day in court. In the video, Lil Nas X is the judge, the jury, himself on trial. His think, own lawyer. I think he's his own attorney. I think he's also the prosecutor.
0: <laughs> like, he is everybody in this courtroom. <laughs> and it is him on trial for these shoes.
2: Lil Nas X, I sentenced you to five years in Montero State Prison.
0: And so this beat drops and it is a promo for Industry Baby, which is also the teaser that you're hearing and telling when the new song is going to drop, which is July 23rd, the fact that it is with Jack Harlow and produced by Kanye.
1: What he's so, just, he's so good at this. He's so good at this. I come I'm to think speechless. of it, is that
0: also the audio in the
1: TikTok? It is. It, yeah. This song hasn't even dropped and it's already in my head. And here's the thing, I as somebody who's like keyed in a little bit to Little Nas X, I knew vaguely that Nike was Pursuing legal action. Okay, I didn't ever like research past that knowledge. There was a court case in April.
0: No, I also knew that Nike was pursuing legal action, and so I was just like, oh, okay. When I saw the free little Nas X, and when I saw little Nas being like, oh, I'm gonna be in court on Monday, I legitimately being the journalist that I am doing my research was like, I'm gonna take this kid at his word and say that he is in court with Nike on Monday. It is so effective. It is
1: incredible how good he is at this. So speaking of Lil Nas X, have you seen, uh, Where is this going? I, look, we were literally speaking of him. I can make this transition. I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let you continue. Have you seen this post from the Brigham Young Virginity Club Instagram account? just did not. That transition was not... (laughs) This is not where I expected us to be going. All right. It's a post from at BYUvirgin on Instagram. Our take on the recent Lil Nas XYZ Montero video. No? Shall shall I continue? Madison. (laughs) Recently, cowboy rapper Lil Nas XYZ.
0: Cowboy rapper? I mean...
1: (laughs) Performing lap dances outside of marriage is wrong and gross, says the Brigham Young Virginity Club. We've really come around to a different direction than we start. I don't know where we are. I know, but I can tell you where we're going and I'm so excited. I
0: have not seen you excited
1: since we were talking about the Olympics. Ooh, so last week, <laughs> the last time you saw it's me. It's been a long time. Okay, so the Brigham Young Virginity Club is an Instagram account that is having a moment. It was founded in September of 2020 and at BYU Virgin posts exactly the kind of content I just described, exactly what you might imagine from a virginity club at a mormon university actually you might not imagine it (laughs) which is the whole point
0: yeah i was like i don't know if i've ever imagined a virginity club from a mormon university having an instagram
1: page but little nas xyz is is that makes sense to me okay so slideshows like the aforementioned little nas xyz one to another that begins with the title card what does the bible say about hot girl summer what does the bible say about hot girl summer oh you bet your sweet bippy i'm gonna tell (laughs) you My sweet what? Bippy? <laughs> I think it's from an old television show that you know what? Don't worry about it. <laughs> Look that up in your funkin' waggles. But the question on my mind and a lot of people's minds, as this Instagram account is having its blow-up moment, is it too good to be true?
0: Today on the show, we're gonna get to the bottom of the BYU Virginity Club account once and for all. I see why my PI is on the case.
1: We're here to give you the answers you desire. Is this some meta-trolling, harnessing the power of the internet to push an anti-premarital sex narrative? I've got my trench coat on, my magnifying glasses out, and we have tried everything, from Instagram investigations that some would say are borderline illegal, except not really, I checked with legal, are fine, to having a conversation with the myth, the legend himself, Brigham Young Virginity Club. We are getting to the bottom of this, and we're taking you with us. So, at BYU Virgin has been posting since early September of 2020, but the post that brought it into, let's say, mainstream social media circles is where you saw it, is where I saw it, is probably where a number of people listening to this podcast who wondered, is that a real thing, saw it, was the Hot Girl Summer Bible post. Uh, It's sinful, per Galatians. (laughs) Jesus Christ. And, uh... BYU Virginity Club recommends, instead of a hot girl summer, try practicing pious girl summer. A summer full of scriptures, sun, and self-improvement through religious piety. Remember, modest is hottest. Shouldn't a virginity club not want to be hot? (laughs) Isn't
0: that kind of the point?
1: (laughs) So that's the thing. At first brush, this account has to be satirical, right? Posts about the quote-unquote poop hole loophole. The what? Anal sex. Are they... In favor? I we're moving on. <laughs> Do they agree with the po? <laughs> post about how to come out as a virgin to your friends. Post a post about how you should treat your virginity like you treat investing in the stock market. The more you read the posts, and given that the account, I should say, Brigham Young University is not affiliated with the account, but the account is aligning itself with a school rooted in the Church of the Latter-day Saints, where abstaining from premarital sex is literally part of the honor code and violating it is grounds for expulsion. So it, it becomes easy to make that mental jump into, but what if this is actually real and it's just like brilliant next level meta trolling? You can't be the
0: only one who I'm, has these <laughs> questions. I mean, you are telling me this and I have quite Honestly, I just would like to say... To the ICY my listeners that Madison texted me on a weekend, we have to talk about the Brigham Young Virginity Club. And I was out enjoying my life and I was like, what the fuck is happening here? <laughs> so... I,
1: I, still, I don't think you're alone. You did bring this to my attention, but you can't be alone in this. I am not, and I have found tweets and TikToks spanning months from people wondering the same thing. Um, here's here's a little snippet. So I was just chilling in bed, planning content, and I was brought to this lovely Instagram here via Twitter. And I am all for virginity, abstinence, whatever floats your boat. I really don't judge people. Um, but... Birmingham Young University's virginity club's approach is a little <laughs> So this is what got my attention on Twitter it says was the Bible? So I'm not alone clearly and I wanted to, us to be able to provide an answer to my community
0: I I feel like you're you're, you're framing this as a general service to the world when I really feel like you would have gone on this investigation if you weren't getting paid for it anyway.
1: I went on this whole investigation essentially lying in my bed on a Saturday (laughs) night. Yes, that is true. But if we pretend it's for work, it's less pathetic. (laughs) So the first thing we did, and here's where I divulge trade secrets, is someplace I often start in internet reporting when you want to find out who runs, say, an Instagram account, is to try and log in as that Instagram account and then say you forgot your password. Because when you do that, it'll show you a censored version of a cell phone number or an email associated with the account. Yeah, this is a security issue. Yeah, this is this is not a, a an us and I see why am I issue. This is a Facebook
0: Instagram, Twitter, every single website that when you say, I forgot my password, it gives out the last four digits of your phone number and or the first and
1: last letter of your email address. We are just taking advantage of yeah, the security I, this loophole. Is a, if we can exploit this privacy loophole, imagine what someone with skill could do. And we used this method to look into a whole bunch of accounts when we discovered that there's not only the BYU Virginity Club Instagram account. But that the BYU Virginity Club Instagram account was following a network of virginity clubs at universities all over the place.
0: Honestly, I'm going to... When we started doing this, I really was just like, Madison's really... She's going full nail polish on this. I didn't really think we were going to find anything. But this was
1: wild. Okay, Rachel, I... I think I have a way that we can prove that this is fake, but I need some help because (laughs) I need some help. This account follows like a network of virginity clubs. Okay. Uh, Next on the list is national virginity club. Will you try that one? Yes. National virginity club. That's the handle. Yeah. I got B and the last thing is B. Wait, really? Yes. Rachel, Rachel, that's the BYU email. Wait, is it really?
0: Okay. Yes.
1: Okay, uh, so that's at least two that we <laughs> cautiously can connect to one another. <laughs> okay, do you want to do Virginia Tech? Yeah, VT right. virgins. Okay,
0: I got V, and the last number
1: of the email is 9 at gmail.com. Wait, VT Virgins gave you V and 9? Yeah. <sighs> when I did it earlier, I got B asterisk, 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 B at gmail.com. The downside of this little um, hack is that the account owner in question might actually end up changing their email address. So when you go back to double verify things, they'll have changed their email (laughs) and you'll be back to the drawing board. But we found one other account and a second, the email of which has since been changed, that all appear to be associated with the same email address as the Brigham Young Virginity Club account. The other thing we looked into is when these accounts started cropping up. The Brigham Young one comes first, but many of the rest of them all seem to have cropped up in the same two week-ish period in December 2020. Frankly, a bunch of them on the exact same date, which that's suspicious. Incredibly suspicious, possibly organic.
0: Honestly, still not sure. Is there a group chat, a Reddit thread, a Discord server? Did someone perhaps post a viral TikTok that we just never found? They are in cahoots. (laughs) Cahoots, I say.
1: (laughs) Not cahoots. You twirling your fucking mustache over there? (laughs) I am. Uh, The language they all use is very, very similar, too, in a way that makes me think these people are either cribbing off of one another or, or are all organically coming out from a single source. In an interview with The Daily Dot, the person behind the Brigham Young Virginity Club account said that there had been a lot of speculation, but at a certain point, there was only so many times they could say the account wasn't satire. And The Daily Dot piece points out a post where the account says that asking, just the very nature of asking whether or not this account is satire, quote, proves the premise, which is virgins are unfairly stigmatized in modern society. You might be thinking,
0: you know what, maybe... This club has a point. Which they do. I feel like we should say at one point, virginity is a social construct. It's fake. Virgins are unfriendly, stigmatized in society. Not having sex means literally fucking nothing. Welcome to to our podcast. Welcome to Icy We felt that that needed to be said (laughs) at some point. However, I immediately went to go look for my college's virginity club page because there are so many. Almost every single school has one. Pick a school. Pick a school. I picked Northwestern. And in the very first post... From the club, someone commented on Northwestern Virginity Club's very first post and said this is too funny. Northwestern Virginity Club responded... This is a common misconception, but the fact that this account is perceived as a joke just goes to show the extent to which virginity is stigmatized in society. We are 100%
1: serious. Have a great day. Does that sound familiar? (laughs) Again, suspicious. Another thing that we found suspect is that the visual language of many of these accounts is identical. And I know that's sort of a byproduct of how text posts on Instagram are created and spread these days, everything looks the same. Canva. Yeah, the, po- the post-Canva Instagram economy. But the posting language, the visual language, them really is identical. So then, why do it? That becomes the question we now seek to answer. Enter Les Sonny Reagan, the brand ambassador, <laughs> the first ever brand ambassador for the Brigham Young Virginity Club, who recently posted this ad of himself sporting some Brigham Young Virginity Club merch or rather I shouldn't say he posted it the Brigham Young Virginity Club posted this video of him sporting the club merch and uh, selling it to the public
2: oh hi didn't see you there me my name is Lace Reagan you you have now been invited to have the best sex of your life BYU Virgin, the largest community of virgins and born-again virgins. Studies show 96% of people engaged in premarital sex. Now, that's what I call a sticky situation.
1: So, Lysana Reagan is, is peddling merch, and I headed over to the Brigham Young Virginity Club Etsy store, where they are selling Purity Power Virgin of the Week sweatshirts, 30 bucks a pop. Each one comes with a complimentary virginity card with a pre-stamped expiration date, my wedding night, <laughs> Whoever is running this is just so good. Like, so good at this. So the sweatshirts are $30. bucks. t shirts are a little cheaper. The Etsy store has 2,100 recorded sales. Oh, my God. At present. Again, so good at this. As you scroll down through the description on Etsy, it's, you know, the stuff about the free V-card information. <laughs> that at the bottom reads, model, lay Sonny Reagan. And then it links to his Instagram account where he's promoting
0: his music. Are you telling me this is all a SoundCloud rapper scheme? Are you telling me the Brigham Young Virginity Club is all just a way to get me to listen to some man's music? They used to just hand out CDs on the street. Now they got whole clubs, they got whole grifts.
1: And you thought we weren't speaking of Little Nas X. <laughs> I still don't think we're speaking of Little X. Spiritually, we are. You might have noticed that we still haven't totally answered the question of whether. Brigham Young Virginity Club is an elaborate bit of performance art or entirely earnest. You know who also doesn't know? The Brigham Young University official comms office. I called them to ask some questions. This is Becky. Hi, Becky. My name is Madison Malone-Kircher. I'm a journalist from Slate Magazine calling from the podcast ICYMI. Um, I'm looking to talk to somebody about an Instagram account uh, associated with BYU. Um, And which one is that? The Brigham Young Virginity Club Instagram account. I don't know if you're familiar. Not. (laughs) (laughs) Um, probably there won't be a comment because we don't manage that Um, Mm -hmm. and anybody can say anything on any account that has a BYU connection So, but it could be I'll I'll pass along to those (laughs) thank you Becky for your time okay thanks bye bye at this point there was only one person left to talk to Brigham Young Virginity Club himself after the break We're taking him to the interrogation room.
0: Hi y'all, I hope you're enjoying today's show. If this is your first time listening to ICYMI, then welcome. I am so happy to have you here. In case you missed it, we make that joke almost every single week. Also, our show comes out twice a week on Wednesdays and Saturdays. You are currently listening to the Saturday episode. This past Wednesday's episode was all about Bennifer and featured none other than the hosts of Who Weekly, Bobby Finger and Lindsay
1: Weber. You don't want to miss it. We are back and about to go straight to the source. All of my detective and sleuthing skills were truly no match for simply sending an email to <laughs> Brigham Young Virginity Club and saying, hey, could we talk? And sure enough, he agreed to talk. Who knew sending an email would, would
0: be the final... The final lead in this case. Um, you may notice in this interview that BYU version sounds like he's calling us from underwater, and that's because we're pretty sure he's using a voice modulator. His anonymity was very important to him. Hello, how's it going?
1: Pretty, pretty good. Nice to hear from you.
0: Yeah, thank you. It's great to be on the show.
1: So you've said that you're a student at BYU. Is that correct?
2: Yeah, that's right.
1: I am a junior. Are you a member of the Church of the Latter-day Saints? Uh, Yes, I am. And the big question on everyone's (laughs) mind.
0: (laughs) Are you a virgin?
1: Born again. Born again virgin.
0: Okay. So I just, I'm really curious. Why the anonymity?
1: Yes. I am
2: a current student at BYU, but I'm a little bit worried that they... Don't like the account, and so just in case, uh, I want to make sure that my my status at the school isn't endangered. Also, I haven't come out to some of my friends as a virgin yet, so uh, kind of holding off on that.
1: Did you say come out as a virgin?
2: Yeah, we have a couple of posts about that. Just because of the the stigma that comes with it, sometimes it can be a
0: little uh, hard to let people know. So tell me, take me through what started this account. It's sometime around September twenty twenty. We're in a pandemic.
1: None of us are feeling very horny. I'm not going to lie. So what what inspires the Brigham Young Virginity Club Instagram account?
2: Yeah, so, um, I mean, you're on social media. I'm sure you see, like, all the different jokes about virgins, like the Chad versus the Virgin. Um, that's a meme that's been going around for a long time. And I think in general, there's just a lot of very casual stigma and prejudice against people who are virgins. If someone doesn't seem as cool or as popular, you might joke they're a virgin. And so we wanted to create a safe space
1: where people who choose to remain celibate can kind of get together and, and discuss strategies to stay strong and to stay faithful. I noticed you guys have your first brand ambassador, Lysani Reagan. What is your relationship to to him?
2: Yeah, so Lysani Reagan... Uh, he was following the account. Obviously, he doesn't go to BYU, but we really liked his music. We thought he was a really cool guy. And we're like, wow, like we can't believe this uh, this cool musician is following our account. And, and you should go check out his music, by the way, if you haven't. And so we just messaged him, and we were like, hey, uh, you, we noticed you're following us. This is clearly something that you care about. Would you like to be our brand ambassador? And he was all for it. And we, I mean, we've sent him some merch and he's been featured in a few videos, but it really hasn't
1: been, it's not like a paid partnership or anything. It's just a a work of, a work of love. We noticed your account follows a bunch of other college virginity clubs, most of which were started after yours. Are you in communications with any of these other virginity clubs? Is there a group chat?
2: There actually is a group chat. It's funny you mentioned that. Um, I was actually just messaging some of them today,
0: the group chat. It's called Hot Tub of Virgins. Great great name. Great name.
2: (laughs) There's probably uh, maybe close to two dozen different virginity accounts in the group chat. And we kind of just talk about like what kind of things we should post, uh, how we can gain followers to spread our radical message of of abstinence to to more people. And uh, that's kind of what we do.
1: We were doing a little a little research, and we noticed that a couple of the accounts appeared to be associated with the same email address as yours. Do you run any other Virginity Club accounts? So
2: I control the National Virginity Council account, and um, that's the only other account that I, that I have ownership over, but I don't really post on it much. I mm-hmm. thought maybe it would be a good idea to centralize our message, but it didn't really take off, and so I kind of just focused on the main one.
1: So the other question we have, the thing we noticed, is that a lot of these clubs were made on, in the same two-week period in December, if not on the exact same day. And that includes the National Virginity Council that you run. Was this a coordinated campaign effort in, in the hot tub?
2: <laughs> not coordinated, all organic. Um, because, we, like you said, we started our account back in September, but it didn't really blow up until end of November, beginning of December. And so around that time, as our account was blowing up, all of these other college campuses started to form their own campus affiliates related to our idea.
1: Really? So everybody on December 16th just said, you know what, today's the day. (laughs) Virginity account.
2: Yes, so I mean, virginity was trending on different social media platforms. um, And there were TikTok videos that had millions of views. And so I think everyone in the college age group was being exposed to our account at once. And it was getting so much positive feedback that they were inspired to go make their own. And we we tried to encourage them as well by giving them tips.
0: Let's be real here. A lot of these other accounts are in fact mostly jokes. There is one saying why Pangea needs to be brought back for virginity. (laughs) And the thing about these, it's really
1: good good. satire. They're so good. impeccable memes. Yeah. So you said at least once on the record that this account is not satire.
2: Not satire.
1: How can you expect somebody to believe that when you're talking about the poop hole loophole?
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, obviously, some of the other accounts take a more lighthearted approach to it. it. Honestly, I think some of them aren't even genuine. It's just, it's hard to tell which ones are for real and which aren't.
1: So... What would you say to someone who is just dead set, believes that this is a really good, well-executed satire account?
2: At a certain point, there's nothing I can say. We've told, we've said multiple times that it's not satire. If they want to stay around because they think it's a joke, honestly, that's preferred. Because we'd rather that they continue to digest and consume our positive and radical message of virginity and destigmatization.
1: Pretty good for selling merch too. Yeah, we've done a couple merch drops now, which helps.
0: So kind of going back to the group chat, the, the hot tub of virgins, I guess I'm just curious if you're in these group chats with these other pages that are clearly satirical, how are you kind of coordinating content with them?
2: I don't know, I think I've definitely been a victim a little bit since that maybe I've allowed these satirical accounts to come in and like convince me that they're real when they're really not, and they're just trying to like piggyback on on our momentum. But at the same time, like I think there are genuine co-ops in that account, and so my hope is that the genuine accounts will gain some sort of insight and bring our message to more people.
1: So. The BYU student body and campuses have faced a number of reckonings over the honor code, the way that LGBTQ students are treated on campus, you know, rules and strictures that really impact the way that kids receive educations. What would you say to a fellow BYU student who feels like this this account detracts from from those very real movements?
2: I honestly hadn't thought about it that way, and we haven't had many people raise that to us um, My hope is that that's not the case. We've tried to be very inclusive of LGBTQ students and virgins at BYU and other campuses. We have several posts affirming our commitment to uh, the LGBTQ community at BYU. We, We support LGBTQ individuals. Several of our Virgin of the Week features on our story identify that way. And so our hope is that we're not detracting from them in any way because we we, we uh, advocate for them, and we, we honestly think they're getting the short end
1: of the stick. In a post from December of 2020, you talked about how you haven't been able to get BYU Virginity Club approved by BYU, and the post reads that you're facing institutional prejudice, that the administrators in student leadership department are biased against virgins and the very idea of a virginity club at BYU. Can you expand on that a little?
2: Yeah, so I'll be honest. I was a little heated when I made that post. I think to some extent there is some bias where they don't totally take it seriously or they aren't comfortable talking about these ideas with the level of candor that we hope to.
0: I just want to read one line. And just I want you to confirm this is 100% serious. From a virginal lens, the Olympic villages are filled with perfectly chiseled athletes and thousands of condoms. Boycotting the Olympics will reduce premarital sex at the Olympic village. This is not satire. (laughs)
2: That was one of our more uh, fringe posts, but we figured we, we, we've we had, like, this, the same kind of content for so long. And why not apply the ideas that we've been talking to to contemporary issues that are at the forefront of the news, that are at the forefront of, of discourse?
1: And that was one of our attempts to do so. So once and for all, for the record, you were an anonymous BYU junior. And this account is not satire
2: not satire very serious
1: thank you so much for your time today we've really enjoyed asking questions we'll continue asking questions
2: okay awesome well thank you so much so that is all the questions you have for me
1: yeah i think so you're really really it's satire no (laughs)
2: okay
1: goodbye bye
0: So, I mean, Madison, this was your case. How do you, how are you feeling?
1: Disappointed? Baffled? I think my opponent is playing four-dimensional chess. (laughs) We are looking in each other's eyes squarely. And I am saying, this is satire. And he is saying, no, it's not. And I'm going to get even more famous by continuing to say, no, it's not. Case closed. The thing about the Brigham Young Virginity Club is if it does turn out to be a musician harnessing viral shitposts to then promote music, this truly is a little Nas X play in
0: two acts. You were indeed speaking of little Nas X. <laughs> I I regret to say that this connection was not as far afield as I expected. But no, I mean this is legitimately how little Nas X got his start. He was a Nicki Minaj stand page, which Nicki Minaj is not virginity, but they're standing something.
1: <laughs> right. And it's it's about standing something that is p- very popular in the moment. Virginity? <laughs> well, no, virginity. No, but hear me out. There's this whole trend on TikTok about how Gen Z is prudish, mm. about how they're anti-sex. They're not having sex. They don't want to because they've figured out that sex is inherently like weird and gross, which, true, but the, the prudishness of it all is very trumped up. It became an internet bit. And so these accounts cropping up around the end of 2020 in tandem with that bit makes perfect sense to me now, anthropologically. Wish I'd thought of it. I'd be selling sweatshirts. We can still sell sweatshirts. I'm probably going to buy a sweatshirt.
0: Well, on that note, Madison's going to go buy a sweatshirt. I'm going to go contemplate how virginity is a social construct, but also brings people together.
1: And we're going to declare this case officially closed. Like our legs. (laughs) that's the show we will be back in your feed on saturday please subscribe it is the best way to make sure you never miss icymi pi a bit we're definitely bringing back please consider leaving us a rating and review an apple podcast if you like this episode if you feel you finally can know peace when it comes to the Brigham Young Virginity Club. Also, feel free to follow us. Feel free to. What a polite invitation. Follow us on Twitter. It's at ICYMI underscore pod. Uh, and you can also always email us at ICYMI at Slate.com. Who knows? We might just have you on the show, and then I'll stalk the ever-living shit out of you on the internet. ICYMI is produced
0: by Daniel Schrader. Our supervising producer is Derek John. Our editors are Forrest Whitman and Allegra
1: Frank. Gabe Roth is editorial director of audio. See you online or at the next meeting of the Virginity Club. I don't know what does this mean for like fossil fuels. Should I should I treat should I be investing I shouldn't be, but what? I don't know
0: <laughs> fossil fuels. <laughs> yeah,
1: like the decision to invest ethically or not.
0: Oh yeah, we're BDSing our virginity right. here. <laughs> BDSM.
1: <gasps> <laughs> Mitchell's just gone. Head down on the desk.